The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to a free patrons-only preview uh, show. Andrew, we're giving the people a taste of what they get if they become a patron. It's as little as a dollar a a dollar a month. So just do it, people. Uh, this is what you get if you become a patron. You get all this extra content. Uh, so do yeah, it. that's great, Ralph. Um, listen, <laughs> I know there. I know there's some big stuff happening tonight. Um, I know there's a Drew Brees record out there, but do we have to spend this whole podcast talking about the Saints, or can we rip on the Falcons for being one and four? And can we trash them for a little bit on the show? <laughs> okay, we'll we'll start by trashing the Falcons. The Falcons are fucking abominable on defense. They are 2012-2014 level Saints bad on defense. Atrocious. You know, there was some, there was some <laughs> schmuck. I, you, know, you know what the greatest part of all this is? Is that Matt Ryan is playing awesome. Like, as good as his MVP year. He is playing really – has he even thrown a pick yet this year? Maybe just one. But, like, he is playing – as good as Breeze. Like, he's playing really, really good. And the thing that is just so amazing about this, and... It doesn't even matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well here's the thing. Like, Chris Sims just came out with his top eight quarterback rankings, and number three was Matt Ryan, and number eight was Kirk Cousins, and, you know, number five was Cam Newton, and Drew Brees was nowhere to be found on this list, which, which you know, is comical in its own right, but... You know, there, there's a lot of people out there. That, oh, yeah, Matt, Matt Ryan's better than Brees. Like, it's out there. Some people feel that way. Uh, I have seen some people say, oh, Drew Brees is the third best quarterback in the NFC South. I mean, it's out there. Um, I, I mean, exhibit A for me is put the worst defense in NFL history ever of all time with Drew Brees, and you get seven and nine. Right now the Falcons are one and four. So I actually want Matt Ryan to keep playing like this like, put up MVP numbers, <laughs> and I want to see the Falcons with a dog shit defense go, like, 4-12 and 12 and, like, <laughs> hang that over Falcons' heads, fans' heads forever because that will be just another example of why Drew Brees is so much better. You give him trashy defense, he still wins seven games. You, went, you give Matt Ryan trashy defense, it doesn't matter how good he's playing. <laughs> the funny thing with the Falcons is, is a lot of people, a lot of Falcons fans, uh, bloggers and stuff, follow me and I follow them back. It's like being in the looking glass and looking at the 2012 or 2014-15 oh, yeah. season. Pick and, your 7-9 and season. And watching it, but instead of being terrible, it's just comedy. They're like, oh, no. Somebody was like, oh, no, we punted. That's like a turnover. Check. <laughs> we, tweeted, we tweeted that. Oh, no, we didn't. We, we kicked the field goal. It didn't score a touchdown. That's like a turnover. Check. We need a new game that's like Saints 7-9 and nine bingo. It's like a Saints 7-9 and nine bingo where it's a fan say, I can't believe our defender grabbed the guy on that play. Check. Like that, that's, a, that's a square. Uh, you know, the other one that you just mentioned, which is just like uh, that a punt feels like a turnover, that's the square. 
Um, I can't believe it got worse. I can't believe it's gotten worse. <laughs> uh, there's also a field goal feels like a punt. That's, yeah. that's a square. <laughs> it's great. It's so it's it's so great. And the thing is, like they've played a bunch of home games to start. Like they they had three home games in a row, so they've got like six of their next nine on the road. And their defense is atrocious, and their special teams are bad too. They had a punt block. Like when you when you hear a Falcons fan either tweet or say utter the words. I can't believe we're wasting <laughs> Matt Ryan. We're wasting an epic season of Matt Ryan on this. I'm going to do a bump. Then I'm going to do a bump. Then you'll know we've arrived. Yeah. <laughs> then you'll know we've arrived. Oh, it's so much fun clown on the Falcons. We could do it all day. But the Saints actually do have a game tonight against the Redskins. They're like a six-and-a-half-point favorite. The Saints – I love all these media people who they're like, if Drew Brees breaks, they're like, get the fuck out of here. If man, he's breaking that record in the middle of the second quarter. Someone paid me for will throw every play. <laughs> I, but but like he might throw, like, he, he might be throwing every play anyway. I mean, they're gonna get the ball to Ingram first. It's gonna be a screen pass probably, uh, and Ingram's gonna be. He, I, I would bet a paycheck that Ingram's gonna be the last guy in tonight to really get the crowd all frothed up and ready to go. But but as far as you think he'll be announced over Breeze last? Yeah, I just think well they could do Ingram first. They'll either do Ingram first or last. That's what I think. Yep. To fire up the crowd. So as far as like strategy, like Washington defense is pretty good. It's in the top half. It's like I think it's like twelfth or thirteenth as far as points allowed. Yeah, they they've been playing well, especially um, in the front. But their their personnel, like if I look at their receivers, like they don't scare, like they don't scare me because I look at their their the players they have, they don't have a lot of big play dudes. And to beat the Saints, you gotta you gotta you gotta have big play dudes, and they don't. So I'm not like their defense. Yeah, they're, like their even defense, Paul Richardson is kind of a he's kind of a more of a possession receiver. He's got nice size. I mean, Jamison Crowder can he's got good speed, so that's a guy they'll have to watch out for a little bit. But, um, you know, I've said this a few times. Their top two receivers, number one is Chris Thompson. He's a running back. And uh, Jordan Reed, the tight end, is number two. So those guys are catching most of the balls from the dump-off mm-hmm. game. You think, you think Drew Brees dumps the ball off a lot. Wait till you watch Alex Smith in this game. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, this, so I, I think this is a good matchup for the Saints defensively. I don't think they're going to get gouged with huge gains and big plays and there's going to be more of a dink and dunk thing. And, you know, that's kind of the offense that the Giants employ, and the Saints have some success against that defensively. So I'm hoping that uh, this will make a big difference. Well, you got to, the main thing is Adrian Peterson is alive. He plays for the Redskins. Uh, and he had, a, he, had a great, he had a great opening game. Um, but the, the whole key to – Is he playing? I know he's banged up. He's, I mean, their running back situation is a mess because Geis got injured in the preseason, right? So I, I would think Peterson's going to play. If he doesn't, then they're really struggling. And I mean, yeah. the Saints, if the Saints shut down their, if the Saints shut down the run, they'll be okay. And look, we have a month's worth of evidence that the Saints, they can, they can shut down the run. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily a believer that their run defense is like top three in the NFL. But I'm a believer that it's a that it's like the foundation block of their defense. Like as long as they stop the run, it'll give them a chance, and I, I expect yeah. them to tonight. You know. Well, I remember Fitzpatrick just giving them fits, just kind of escaping. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Tyrod Taylor less so, um, but Alex Smith's pretty mobile. 
Um, yeah. He's a guy that can get out of the pocket and do some damage. So uh, that's 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 one aspect defensively that they're going to have to be mindful of. But, you know, I mean, this game is all about Drew Brees. Um, it really is, like, not to be cheesy, but it's a celebration, you know. And, and you know, Ralph, we have been fans for long, a long time since we were kids. And, yep. You know, I'm 38, and you're in your 40, early 40s now. So, like, you got, you know, we we know what it's been like, but it hasn't. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. I mean, there are Saints fans that, you know, in the 60s and 70s, um, that, where it was even worse, you know? And so I think it's important to realize for fans that we, how lucky we are. The Breeze didn't even want to come here. He wanted to go to Miami initially. You know, that, that was the destination yeah. he wanted to go to. And so for the stars to align, for him to even come to New Orleans, and then once he got here, for him to recover from his injury, for him to play, it really was like a one in a million yeah. scenario. And I mean, the thing is, it's like, you know, people don't, it's just so far away now, you know, in the past. But when Drew Brees, let me find Drew Brees. Look, we were excited, and we were like, he was really good at San Diego, and if his shoulders healed up, hopefully he'll be good enough to where in like five years the Saints won't be in San Antonio. I mean, that, like, yeah. that was the goal, like, it was just Drew Brees, just be like a top 10, 12 quarterback in the NFL so we can be okay and Benson can't shift the team out of San Antonio. Like, the possibility is like, oh, yeah, the dude with the, bu- the busted-up shoulder who throws off his tippy toes is going to break all the passing records. Like, that didn't even – it wasn't even fathomed as a possibility. No. And, I mean, and I mean, the thing is, like, as Saints fans – for one, we're not going to see this again. This, in our lifetime, the Saints aren't going to have another quarterback that's going to break all the passing records. So this is no, like Hale, no, this is like no. Haley's comment. But second of all, like the NFL isn't going to see this because if you're look, if you're a lifelong Saints fan, this is the one time in your life you will see this. Yeah, and so like the thing is with Breeze, and I'm not going to say who's better between Brady or like you know Brady or Terry Bradshaw or Aikman or any great quarterback you want to name. But they all basically look the same. They're tall dudes who have rocket arms, and, you know, that's the that's the mold of the quarterback, right? Yeah. Drew Brees is not even six feet, and he throws off his tippy toes, and he's going to own all the passing records. I am. Well, here, here's, the, here's the other thing. I mean, if you look at all those 
Yeah. Um, all those quarterbacks that you just named. The one thing you can also tie to them is one of the greatest receivers in NFL history. Whether it's Aikman, you tie yeah. him to Michael Irvin. Joe Montana and Steve Young, you tie them to Jerry Rice. And Dan Marino had Mark Clayton and Mark Duper. So you look at all all these quarterbacks, and like the one guy on this list is you know is Breeze, and he doesn't really have one. I mean, yeah, Marcus Colston is his number one all-time receiver, never made a Pro Bowl. Mike Thomas yeah. was the first receiver in, in Saints history with Drew Brees to make a Pro Bowl last year. So, you know, Jimmy Graham had a three-year period. But, you know, basically Brees has kind of done this without kind of the Jerry Rice or the Michael Irvin. Um, now, Mike Thomas may get there, but um, it's pretty – it's even more remarkable when you consider what he's – his cast of characters and what he's been successful with. Yeah, and I mean too with Drew Brees. I mean, he's it's, it's a perfect fit for him, and it's not it's not that he's just a system quarterback. I think Drew Brees would have been great if he'd have gone to Miami. He'd have been really special, and maybe Nick Saban stays or whatever. But like him and Sean Payton together, it's just the perfect marriage. Because Sean oh, Payton, I don't think I don't think he breaks the passing record in Miami. Oh no, no, he, he's he's just, if he goes to Miami, he's Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is really, really good. Philip Rivers might make the Hall of Fame, but he ain't Drew Brees, and he don't know on all the passing records. I just think it's the perfect yeah. marriage with the Saints. So, final thought before we get out of here. I mean, I said it in my column, and I said it on the show last year. I think tonight is the Saints Monday night special beatdown. Hello, America. Let's get the MVP train for Drew Brees rolling tonight. I think I think the Saints are going to run. I think the Saints are going to run Washington out the building. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one thing to have a good defense, uh, but then when you face the Saints in the Dome, uh, especially on Monday night, uh, it just seems like it doesn't matter. They'll, they'll carve you up. I mean, I I can think back to all the times where Carolina has a number one or top five defense in the league, and they come to the Superdome, the Saints drop 40 on them. Uh, the second half of the Minnesota game, you know, the Vikings on the road, the Vikings were – one of the best defenses in the league, and the Saints tore him to shreds in the second half. I mean, the, the reality of this offense is, and everything they're talking about in D.C. right now, and you know, obviously being in Charlottesville, I hear a lot of the Redskins noise, and right now it's all about how do we stop Kamara? What are we going to do to stop Kamara? And so that, that's been, at least in, in the media and in the news, that's really been the focus in Washington is uh, really just slowing down Alvin Kamara. And, you know, with Ingram back, you know, and Taysom Hill and, and Mike Thomas, there are a lot of weapons here. I'm going to make a prediction, a bold prediction on this podcast right now. I think this is the Traquan Smith breakout game. Um, I, I think that Sean Payton has been wanting to unveil him. He's been waiting for the opportunity to call some plays and get him involved in the offense. I think – so Ted Ginn is out for this game. He won't yes, be he is. And so you look at Cam Meredith. I, he's had some plays, and you know, he'll he'll bump up maybe and get get second most snaps. But I still think his knee, you know, he, he's limited in practices. He's not 100%. So I don't know if Cam Meredith is ready yet to have that big breakout game. But I think what we're going to see in this game is maybe the Redskins keying on Kamara a little too much. Uh, they're not going to be expecting Traquan Smith to maybe hurt them as much or, or dare the Saints to do it. He may get some of the fly routes that Ginn used to run to stretch the defense. I think there's going to be a couple shots tonight, uh, and I think Breeze is going to connect with Traquan on at least a couple. I'm going to guarantee Traquan Smith's going to have a big game because I thought about starting him in fantasy and I didn't. So I'm thinking he's catching six for a buck twenty and two. 
Yes, I like it. <laughs> All right. So for so for Andrew for Ralph, this is your free preview of the Patrons podcast. Uh, join so you can get them all. Bye.